Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I'm Ben Dominich. I'm Madison Allworth. I'm Stuart Varney. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, November 15th, 2023. I'm Eben Brown. Is Vladimir Putin now the world's biggest anti-Semite? Does his new embrace of Iran and of terrorists signal a change in Russia's attitude towards Israel? For the first time, Putin actually personally endorsed Hamas and unloaded, as they say, on Israel. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. News Radio On Demand on the Fox News app. Download the app and just click listen. When you swipe left, you can listen to your favorite Fox News talk shows live. Swipe right for the latest Fox News Radio newscasts on demand. Fox News Radio on the Fox News app. Download it today. Up until about a month and a half ago, Israel and Russia had an agreeable relationship. They often had open relations. They had trade, tourism, and even military cooperation. Russia didn't allow its anti-aircraft weapons in Syria to be used against Israeli airstrikes against Iran-backed terrorist strongholds. Even as war erupted in Ukraine, Israel was slow to offer assistance to that country's president, who is often highlighted for his Jewish heritage. But something happened after Hamas attacked Israel. Vladimir Putin didn't call even to express condolences for nine days. His country is now buying drones from Iran as a mob attacked a landing plane suspected of carrying Jews into Dagestan. What does it all mean? He started this policy, and again, there was a very sharp pivot. Um, Yes, I'd say philosemitic. There's no doubt about it. Leon Aaron is a senior fellow with the American Enterprise Institute. He's the author of Riding the Tiger, Vladimir Putin's Russia and the Uses of War. You know, you read his biography, he had that Orthodox Jewish family in his communal apartment that essentially fed him. His favorite, um, a much beloved um, a judo uh, a partner, I'm sorry, judo trainer, who essentially made a man out of this out of this uh, uh, street urchin right. in the slums of 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 post-war Leningrad. Um, his name was Anatoly Rochlin, uh, was Jewish. He grew up with with a lot of Jewish friends and and his favorite teacher of German. By the way, the only subject in which he excelled in addition to history was Jewish. Um, and he very touchingly uh, um, essentially bought her an apartment in in Tel Aviv. Um, so so uh, so that is that that all makes it even more interesting and i would say troubling because the turn clearly is not because you know one morning he woke up and and became an anti-semite there must be something in the policy he felt there was a need and so the question is why he felt there was a need well (laughs) state anti-semitism as opposed to uh, 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 personal, right? Is 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 never about the Jews only. <laughs> in, in in fact, not even primary, uh, uh, primarily about the Jews, right? 
I mean, starting with the Dreyfus affair, I mean, it's a it was a government crisis. I mean, the the it 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 often shows kind of subterranean um, uh, 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 movements of of societal and political forces, and so in Putin's case. Um, uh, th- there are two influences. One you one you already mentioned, and that was um, uh, the, the transactional, uh, uh, purely what started as a purely transactional situation with Iran. You know, you give us the drones which we badly need um, uh, for the war in Ukraine. Right. In exchange, we give you more sophisticated missile technology, um, uh, uh, perhaps uh, aircraft defenses system, and so on. Became, I think, by now. Effectively, an alliance uh, 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 melt together or held together or founded on um, the hatred of the United States. In other words, Putin, until this war, and now we have to bring the war in, until this war, um, you know, Putin, you know, said things and, and, and did things, but he believes now that he is fighting the United States in Ukraine. And and he you know he essentially bought uh, into Iranian uh, uh, hatred of the United States. So so that that is one reason. The second reason I think even more important is that starting this past summer, he made several uh, very transparent anti-Semitic hints. Um, um, one was about. Uh, Ukrainian President Zelensky's Jewishness. The other, even more pernicious, when he essentially said, uh, uh, "Well, yes, he is Jewish, but but the 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 U.S. and its partners put him in charge to deflect from the fact that it's a Nazi society and and we're fighting that that the Ukraine is covering for Nazis and Russia is 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 fighting the Nazis, which of course he's been has been his trope." Uh, from the very beginning, we're fighting the Nazis. Correct. And so the yeah. question is always asked: Well, if you're fighting the Nazis, then then how come the president is Jewish? So the, for the first time, not the propaganda uh, 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 mad dogs, but Putin himself said, "Oh yes, he's he's there to cover up." And then there was another incident with a with a high official and and formerly a very close uh, friend of Putin's, uh, half Jewish, who immigrated to Israel. So Putin commented on that as well. I think that it's it's like Putin's increasingly uh, 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 ideal uh, uh, ruler, uh, Joseph Stalin, who resorted to anti-Semitism towards the end of his career after World War II uh, to deflect from a horrific uh, uh, victimization of the society, uh, horrific economic conditions, in other words, if you can't point to successes, you point to the enemies. And who are the enemies? Well, we know who they are. <laughs> they they almost invariably Jews. Although out of about a million and a half uh, Jews in the Soviet Union, there there are barely hundred fifty thousand left. And right. yet, of course, but you don't need many <laughs> to to well, blame. A, a couple of weeks ago, it was reported that on a Chinese mapping app. Uh, that uh, something similar to to the Google Maps or Apple Maps that we might use here in the West, um, that the name of the state of Israel no longer appeared when you zoomed in on the Middle East. That you know city names were there, but the I- Israel 
was no longer there. And I found that to be peculiar, A, that they would even get involved, the Chinese, or the, the Chinese Communist Party, I guess. Uh, but also, the the claim of, of jihadists had always been to that they had desired to wipe, I'm quoting now, wipe Israel off the map. And here comes China with the digital version of that. Um, th- this also is reflective, I think, of geopolitics and who's aligning with whom. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So the again, I'm not I'm not the China expert, right? But my sense is my sense is that um, it, it, uh, uh, it 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 is again. Well, remember that, that that very plausible rumors that that it was Xi Jinping who essentially, well, if not reconciled, then at least created some sort of working relationship between Saudi Arabia and Iran, right? Um, mediating. Uh, facilitated, and, and yeah. Facilitating, yeah, and 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 in fact appearing, as you remember, just between the two of them holding hands. So, so I think it, it's 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 in part um, uh, uh, catering, I would imagine, to uh, uh, to Iran, but broadly, um, China sees itself expanding, as you know, into um, into a world power. That's That's been definitely the refrain from Xi Jinping from the moment he took over in, at the end of 2012. Right. Um, and the Middle East is one of them. And as, as they say, he goes with the flow. I mean, he sees um, the, the, what's happening, the, the Middle East, a boil um, at, at the alleged Israeli crimes against civilians in Gaza. And so, and so um, that that why not why not join and and some reap some ge- geopolitical benefit? We're speaking with Leon Aaron of the American Enterprise Institute on the noticeable change of Vladimir Putin embracing anti-Semitism on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. We'll have more straight ahead. The way you have described this version of anti-Semitism, you also use the word Judeophobia in your uh, op-ed. I, I think it's becoming more and more necessary to just use a, a, a simpler term of Jew hatred. But <laughs> this is um, uh, this is not a, uh, a a personal Jew hatred. This is not showing up in front of someone's face and screaming uh, obscenities or epithets or anything like that. This this almost feels like. Um, uh, as they used to say in the old mafia movies, it's not personal; it's only business. Absolutely. Uh, yep. Please, please talk more about that because, in in a way, it again, I think. Look, if if you're a Jew, all anti-Semitism is personal, but th- th- this is about business. This is about picking alliances. Absolutely. So, so I think we 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 looked at the geopolitical part of it. Yes, absolutely. Um, and 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 you know the Hamas delegation came to Moscow a few weeks ago. Correct. There was a um, and, and for the first time, Putin actually personally endorsed Hamas and 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 unloaded, as they say, on Israel. Um, so so he felt the need to up the ante. Um, and and let me add something else to. Again, it's the war, um, it, but there's several. Uh, how should I say? There are several ways in which the war um, influences his uh, uh, domestic and foreign policy. So we talked about the hatred of the United States. Another it, that 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 brings him very close to Iran. Another issue here, of course, is a very obvious one. If you fight um, the 
you know, the, the, the a friend of my enemy is my enemy. Right. And so if before Putin kind of remember, he was the first and so far the only Soviet or Russian leader who went on a state visit to Israel. Correct. So uh, he is at, at, at first it didn't matter. But I think now that he's stuck in the war that 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 he cannot win and he cannot walk away from um, the repercussion here is that, OK, uh, all friends of the United States are now enemies and and one of them is Israel. And and the interesting th thing here is that what would that spread to what held um, off Israel's help to Ukraine, which is the uh, unspoken but but very real um, uh, agreement that the Russian uh, uh, anti-aircraft uh, defenses in Syria leave Israeli planes alone when they go and bomb Hezbollah. Uh, I I expect any time now that 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 would go down too. That would be changed, and and Putin will re re retarget. Um, his S-300s or S-400s uh, advanced system, aircraft system on Israeli planes as well, which means that I think Israel will now finally start giving Ukraine what the Ukrainians have been begging for, which is which is drones and a very sophisticated anti-aircraft jamming systems and all sorts of other things. Now, the war has influenced Putin in the, in the domestic way as well. Right. Um, things are not as... In other words, the society is not as invulnerable as we think. Uh, Putin's very cleverly uh, shielded most Russians from this war, right? And and and, and we can you know we can uh, talk about that later. But the inflation is up, the economy is to a crawl. I mean, it's it's projected to be one percent. I mean, essentially stagnant. Yeah. Uh, the, and such GDP as there is, at 1%, is solely because of the trillions of rubles he throws at the defense complex. Um, the Russians are beginning to experience shortages of everything from, from plywood to paper and from gasoline to, to um, tires. Um, and, and finally, th there was apparently there is a there is virtually no domestic investment. In other words, it's it's still not a catastrophe, but but I think Putin understands that he needs to throw some red meat out there to consolidate the Russian society around the Kremlin, and and how do you consolidate if you have nothing positive? You consolidate around something very negative, right? And, and he doesn't have to reinvent the the wheel here. I mean, this is this has been the Russian case for the past hundred fifty years. You look at the Jews. Well, and and I think that turns into some very real world examples of recent uh, memory here, because uh, I mean, we all I think the world saw almost in real time uh, a mob of angry uh, uh, people in Dagestan. Yes. A Muslim enclave of Russia yeah. right. uh, and not just showing up with signs or, or even pitchfor <laughs> pitchforks for that matter, but but yeah. charging the tarmac at an airport. I mean, if if, right. a, if a couple of un unauthorized people got onto the tarmac uh, on a U.S. airport, the entire U.S. air traffic would shut down. Um, but this was almost, you know, allowed, it seemed like. Yeah. Listen, listen, uh, uh, Putin invented the term, uh, the vertical of power. Yeah, uh, it's nothing happened. There's only one, one kind of trunk 
of, of this tree. It goes from the Kremlin and then the roots go to everybody else. And so and so he is I, I that's why I, I connected those two events right. um, in, in, in my piece because nothing would have happened. I mean, in other words, in other words, there's FSB, which is you know the heir to the KGB everywhere around. The crowd was over 200 people. There are informers everywhere. This was allowed. I feel that this was a bit of a a, a trial balloon. In other words, let's see, you know, what the reaction is of the society. Let's see how much we could get away from. And by the way, now it's officially condemned. But but the right the, after the, the, the fact, hint, yeah. Yeah, the hint is there, you know. Yeah, it's condemned, but but and presumably, you know, two hundred people have been arrested. But but we shall, see, you know, what 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 the Russians and especially the authorities will be watching for is okay. So what happens next to these people? I mean, what, what kind of terms that did they get? 10, 10 years or ten days in in jail, right? The, presumably, the governor was dismissed. Let's see what where he lands. I mean, right. this is. So, 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 in my sense is that in all of those cases, the punishment is going to be very, very mild, which means the Jews are uh, an open game. Leon Aaron, a senior fellow at the American Enterprise Institute, also the author of Riding the Tiger, Vladimir Putin's Russia and the Uses of War, just out last month. Thank you so much for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thanks very much, Ivan. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com. 